I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Guess what is around the corner, April? Anal August? Yes. Anal August. Where it's right right now. No, because this has come out before anal August. But you might be listening to this in anal August of 2022 or some other August. But anal August, one of our favorite months. Also, we just coined Jerk Off July. So that's when this is coming out, too. Um, April created that term, by the way. So uh, TM, she's brilliant. There's also Masturbation May. But anal August, we really love anal August. And we thought we'd release a anal August episode before anyone else does. Surprise! (laughs) And this is with repeat guest Kenneth Play uh, and it's all about kind of like a sex hacker's guide to anal sex which you wouldn't think you could hack some anal sex that sounds kind of creepy actually but uh, and he does share a lot of tips and tricks on ways to make things easier uh, in terms of enjoyment performance pleasure relaxation etc it's a fabulous episode Kenneth is going to come back on our show like every three to four months because he's just the best he needs a master class because he has a really unique way of expressing how to perform different techniques and he has research backing all of the things that he has in his book that you can get and we'll uh, explore that later but he has QR codes that yeah. actually give you gifts if you buy the book and you want like actual is it GIF or GIF? I, I, when you said GIFs I thought like presents so oh, no, I don't G- know. GIFs children young, young people listening that are 18 <laughs> what are, what do the kids say these days i don't know but you know what i mean it's the moving things i see gif okay well anyways the sex question is actually from someone who listened to a recent episode with kenneth and this they said that they heard kenneth talking about reciprocal pleasure um this is a person who's in their 40s and they are married um and he says that he loves pleasuring his wife the only thing is his wife could care less during the episode with kenneth he spoke about reciprocation in terms of hand or oral sex and my partner has only brought me to orgasm manually or orally once in 14 years i consider myself though an oral maestro that is when i can convince her to manage to trim back the bush bomb that creeps down her thighs i don't want her to do anything she's not comfortable with so i don't ask for oral i've also now stopped encouraging her to shave even though i prefer a clean shaven vulva to let my fingers and tongue work directly on the skin i'm happy going down her five times a day but it would also be nice to receive as well. How do I convey my frustration? And how can I encourage her to stay groomed? Or is that even okay to do? When we try to discuss it, she says, I don't know where your ideas about sex come from. My friends barely have sex once a week. Once a month. Oh, months. I'm sorry. Thank good correction. Once a month. And then he says, please help. Yes, that's an important correction. And I've heard that before, like pe- people in long-term relationships where, well, my friends only have sex. They, they barely have sex with their wives or husbands or partners or boyfriends or whatever. And so why is why is this a problem for you? Because like that's normal. Or this is normal. Instead of actually saying, oh, you have unique needs. That's different from what my friends are doing. So feeling for you in that one. And also your friend's perspective is very much 
kind of like the norm of you know go with whatever everyone else is saying or doing how many times have we met our friends that are married and have kids and they're like well i only get it on anniversaries and birthdays and i just my mouth gapes open because like do you want to put a dick in it when it gets well no but i just can't I, for me and my life, and it depends on what your needs are. If someone is completely shut down to sex and the other person is not, and in this case, it sounds like there's some sort of activity. It's just, it's not in alignment. And there's a part that we edited out a little bit, but about the forties and there's children. And so people are busy and exhausted and there's this carving out and putting in your diary or in your calendar, depending on what country you live in. You have to carve out time for sex, and the shave thing is. Yeah, let's is, get to the shave yeah, thing. And the the shave su- thing. yeah, we'll move, we'll move to the shave thing. And so, yeah, I agree with with what April says. Is this is like so? This is maybe arousal discordance or discordance uh, non accordance non uh, accordance non accordance. Okay, fucking it all up. Arousal non concordance concordance uh, concord. I was just writing about Emily Nagowski. Please show up right now. Arousal non concordance. Something like that, um, where it's mismatched desires and arousal. It's been a long day, everyone. Uh, and but also interests too. So there's not just because one is libido, right? So my friends don't barely have sex once a month, is what she says. So us having sex, you know, once a month is like a big, you know, or twice a month is a big deal. But this person, you, you love licking the pussy. We'll talk about the bush part in a bit. You could do it five times a day and you're not receiving much. And you're saying you've only orgasmed from manual or oral stimulation once in 14 years. So a couple things come to mind for that piece right there. So it sounds like you are getting the occasional blowjob. You've only orgasmed once in those 14 years. And I have more questions about is you know does your partner's mouth go on your cock and then it transitions to sex do they go is the mouth go on the cock and then within three minutes they're like i'm kind of over can can you come already um or are they just not putting their mouth in your cock at all in general or does it just take you a long time to come from oral and manual stimulation because you're a unique person like there's so many different pieces here you know ultimately it's not your job your partner's job to make you come from their mouth or their hands or their pussy or your cock or whatever and but if you're desiring more hand stimulation more oral stimulation and maybe for more duration and maybe exploring it to the point of orgasm there's ways that you can communicate that and ask for that without it feeling pressuring you know without it being like i've only come once from you doing this and you very rarely you never do this and i I want more of this and like my guy friends are doing this but like you know and instead this is a conversation where it can be like hey and, and also no tit for tat no like i go down on you x amount of time so why don't you do that for me also not helpful because now we're playing some sort of power dynamic instead you're just speaking to your needs and desires you know i love going down on you i love your pussy i love having sex with you i also have a desire for more sex i have a desire to have your hands on my cock more often for that to just be its own event even if it doesn't end in orgasm uh your mouth on my cock even if it doesn't end in orgasm or maybe we can also play with it resulting in orgasm but like see what happens you know if your mouth if it gets tired then we use hands or i use my hands and you take a break like maybe we can work together but like make it a negotiation instead of just this like you know well you don't do this for me but i do it for you thing which i'm not necessarily suggesting that you're saying but it does sound like there's a little bit of a like why well, do all this how come this other person doesn't see my point of view i want to add something and i i really like where you're going with all of that 
One thing that was brought up that we took out that she's open to porn, but not to any sex toys, books or workshops. And one thing I will say from a perspective of something that's helped me with blowjobs and I wasn't really keen on being a blowjob provider for many years because of other things that we won't get into right now. And I've slowly become not only better with even wanting to provide that to a partner, because now I actually want to, I'm like, this is fun, but a sex toy helps me because I have something that's happening on my like clitoris or my external, like my vulva while I'm sucking cock. And that yeah, is fun awesome. and it turns me on. And so sometimes I think giving a blowjob and in, in, I'm not going to generalize, but I know in my experience when I've been like, oh, I'm on my knees or I'm on the bed. I'm like, this is like, okay, yes, I get bored. I get fucking bored. I'm going to say it's legit shamelessly. I get bored and I'm like, this isn't fun for me. I'm like, yes, I'm sucking your cock. And then I get to a point where I'm wanting to move move on and and I also want to have some stimulation and I can imagine the same thing can happen for people that are uh providing cunnilingus and going down and uh, and licking someone's pussy right so for me that's helped me in by giving giving yourself pleasure at the same time yeah so I and I think that could be a tool that could help if she's open to exploring sex toys or and, your own fingers on her on her body too like yeah. if she's a note of sex toys or she's grinding on the bed or on a pillow or whatever helps to provide vulva stimulation too so yeah though like yeah 69 so totally. what about 69 ish some 69 and yeah yeah and well also just kind of sound so here's the other piece that the part of like i don't know where you're getting your information from my friends barely have sex once a month you're getting it from shameless sex. Maybe it's time to tell her that you're getting it from shameless sex and say, I've been listening to this podcast. It's by two women. So April, by the way, April gave the perspective of she gets bored. I don't get bored with sucking dick over here and I'm not shaming her for it. I, my mouth gets tired. My body gets tired. I need to switch positions at some point. Maybe I want to do something else. You know, I, I'm not like, Oh, this is just boring. And so I'm not, I'm not, and not judging you at all. I'm just saying, have your partner listen because she'll hear all these different perspectives like we don't just say yeah everyone should fuck five days a week and suck a lot of dick and lick a lot of pussy certainly not it's working together and negotiating and saying okay well here's how i feel you know for april i get bored so i'm gonna use my fingers and, and, I and, 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 cock and now i i love it yeah because this is what's helped me so there's yeah. lots of tools and there's an evolution it's having to apply the tools that are out there that can help adjust these things that are happening. And the fact that you're in a partnership and you've been together for 14 plus years and, and you have all of the, this, you have connectivity. So now you have to address and communicate to shift and change what's happening between you so you can get more of what you want. And the best way to do it is to come from a, like a, a your feeling place and make it an us thing. It's, you know, you're not pointing fingers. Here's how I feel. Here's what I desire. I want this with you. I want to share this with you because I want to go from good to great. You know, I, we don't, we're not broken. We don't have a problem. It's just, I really want us to be in this fabulous place. And here's my desires. What about yours? And how can we put them together? Now let's talk about the, yeah. uh, the bush. First, refrain <laughs> from using bush bomb when you talk about this. <laughs> let's go. Let's start with her. You're like, eh, oh my God. bush bomb. If, if I, if I grew my pubic hair, I would you have seen, you you've Die. seen before because sometimes I'll go like a whole month and I'm just like fuck it um and I have a partner that happens to like pubic hair I could grow like a full on it, it would grow like out on to like part of my thighs <laughs> 
I mean, if you see the head, go look up a picture of me, everyone. I have a lot of hair. April, on the other hand, she does not have like I'm any like a hair. Sphinx. She's a I sphinx. Don't, I don't like. I don't grow hair. Someone once told me I have dolphin skin. They're like, yeah. you really have dolphin skin? I'm like, I can't grow hair. But <laughs> dolphins. So everyone has a different perspective on pubic hair and an ability to grow it or not grow it. Um, I actually was talking to a mutual guy friend of ours. Um, actually, I can say this. Well, I'm not talking about pubic hair chest. Our Kyle Tierman of the Kyle Tierman podcast has yet to grow one hair on his chest still. And he's like 30. <laughs> and that's just, you know, his genetics. So anyways, um, yay for you for knowing that you prefer a clean landscape convincing someone to to trim their bush bomb so that it makes things more enjoyable for you likely i don't know for me if you did that and and you were convincing me and probably wouldn't make me want to suck your dick a lot um if you approach it nicely and you were just like and and you are asking that what if you're like i want to help you shave in the shower yeah, or Ooh. that also is like, okay, yes. That could be hot. I, but I also don't shave, I shave with an electric razor that is, I have very sensitive skin and I don't can't use a blade. So I'd be yeah, like. No, I'm talking about like a, a waterproof razor. Like Manscaped? Yeah, like a Manscaped. Like a Manscaped, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, I like that. Yeah, Manscaped. Actually, uh, yeah, okay, anyways, won't go down that tangent. Um, I would, the encouragement piece. So again, just speak about your desires. Not like you need to do this. This is what's normal. Um, no bush bombs. More like, so I love going down on you. And when I go down on you, I really love a clean earth space with less hair because I really love feeling the texture of your skin. I can get in there more. Oh, yeah, I can really get in there. And I love that feeling. But this is your body. So you get to choose ultimately. And, you know, my my ultimate preference is to have this, you know, clean landscape or like or a landing strip or whatever. And again, I support you in whatever you want to do. But like you know how do you feel about that how do you feel about grooming and getting your pussy in and have my hands all over it and you know or like what, maybe what are your she thoughts just wants to fucking braid it maybe she and does put a bead on it yeah and be like i'm like jack's fucking sparrow <laughs> like pirates of the caribbean i mean i could do that with mine sometimes Word. you've like, seen I it before you're think like that would be dope once i had a pubic hair mullet like, are you gonna go down on me <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Okay, uh, so yeah, just um, and if your partner is like, actually, for me personally, if you were like, I like a completely bald, clean landscape. Landscape. Uh, well, if we were married already, then I'd be like, fuck, because pubic hair is really important to me uh, to have. It's, I, it's you know, it's my body, it's my right. I like the texture. It helps me feel more pleasure. Helps my bits feel protected. But uh, you know, if you, you, she, your partner has some opening to it, then just just it's more of like a request or, or a suggestion and not something that they have to do because it's their body or you could also just invite them to hey for one week will you just trim it a little bit for me and it doesn't have to be all off because if someone asked me to take off my whole bush i am not into that idea yeah. at all i like some bush yeah like a meeting halfway so, so like a so say amy and april meet so i'm like full massive bush and april's like zero bush so we meet in the middle with a trim bush yeah all right high five we just did it air right. Five. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. Problem solved. World problems are solved. We're all yes. yes. We've have reached the utopia. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> so you ready for the bio? I am so ready for the bio. <laughs> and by the way, to this listener, thank you for writing in. If it sounded like we had any hostility or mocking, that is not our intention at all. Um, we really appreciate when people reach out and are honest with us in and this way. You will for- forever have my heart with bush bomb. 
forever because I just think that's every funny. time April sees me, she's just pointing and say <laughs> bush bombs. Like kind of always have a bush bomb. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Kenneth Play is an international expert on female pleasure who was named the world's greatest sex hacker by GQ and Men's Health. Kenneth has been featured by more than 100 media outlets, including the New York Times, Nightline, Cosmo, Playboy, Vice, and Huffington Post. Kenneth is also the author of one of our favorite books, Beyond Satisfied, a sex hacker's guide to endless orgasms, mind-blowing connection, and lasting confidence. To learn more, visit KennethPlay.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the interview process of Shameless Sex. And we have a repeat guest here whom we love and adore. And there are many reasons why we will have Kenneth play back on our show probably every three to four months because he's just fantastic and uh, knows a lot about sex. He's great at delivering messages with the analogies that he uses. Um, (laughs) And it's amazing. We're like, oh, my God, I get what you're talking about. And he can talk about anything related to sex relationships etc so the last time was sex hacks is that what we did because for your book remind us the name of your book again beyond satisfy a sex hacker guide to mind-blowing orgasm and lasting confidence so i love uh sharing all the tips and tricks on all the way that focus on female pleasure i was just reading some quotes and in a cosmo article by you and i i was so excited because I love your work and I love listening to you speak about sex. And it was regarding some hacks that are in the book, which your book is fantastic. And people should check that out if uh, you know, we don't usually should you, but I just did. Yeah. And well, the book also has some anal in it. And when we were talking about some sex hacks, we were like, well, here we go. Let's go. That's a whole whole episode we need to do. So that's what, yeah. He's like turning to the page. So this is on YouTube, everyone. Yeah, he just put up a image of an anal uh, little diagram page there of an anus. Um, <laughs> and so this is anal August, and I'm not sure. Some this episode might be dropped like the day before anal August starts, or like right in the beginning of anal August. But guess what? August is anal August. It's our favorite month of the year. It's time to celebrate the universal orifice known as the ass. Right. Okay. So singing a lot today, and I like it. I'm jolly today. I had three or actually two orgasms on my way to your house. Wait, this morning? This morning. Yeah. What? On the way to my house? Like uh, about uh, half an hour ago. Okay. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) I want details, but this is about (laughs) anal. It's really good for podcasts, apparently. So anal. Um, Okay. So we already did the intro. People heard about you in the bio, and they probably heard about you in past podcasts. But can we always start the same prompt? Can you tell our listeners about how you got to where you are today in the field? of sexuality well i have a crazy life story that i'm probably the world most unlikely porn star sex educator making sex ed content uh video to writing books i was an extremely awkward shy asian immigrant moving to the state when i was 11 I spoke with such a heavy accent. I was really awkward with girls and I struggled with that part of my life for so long. I thought because, you know, in America, Asian guys' penis is being made fun of and it ends up to be a butt of every joke. So you grow up thinking that if you don't have a porn star cock, that your life, your sex life is worthless. So just like most men struggle with, is my dick big enough and my heart enough? Can I last long enough? Or a sexual worth is only based on those three criteria. 
And I lived most of my life that way. That's why I love helping other people transform their sexual self-esteem because I, I know what it's like to feel that there's nothing you could do to make that part of your life better. And then you just like, fuck this. There's no way to get better. And thank God I learned to adapt a growth mindset to sexuality, really dig into the science and learn what really creates remarkable pleasure. And it's definitely, look, is not having a hard dick is great, right? But however, the biggest pleasure gap is for heterosexual women. And the problem is most guys think they need to have a big dick. They need to be hard all the time and they need to jackhammer. And it's not creating the anal orgasm that everybody, a lot of people would crave. No. So I love teaching their art of actually not just creating a mind-blowing sexual experience. That's something that ideally some uh, experience someone never had before. Then it creates a new reference point. It's like eating a meal. You know food could taste so good. Mm -hmm. So I love creating those experiences. Yeah, you do. And you do a great job. I want to jump in a little bit before we talk about anal and all of the possibilities that come along with anal. I want to just talk about your experience and how that began for you, your journey with, with sexual experiences and anal, whether it's uh, for yourself or for others. And speaking to when you were a beginner, like how did it all, how did it all begin with anal? <laughs> well, the pervy part of me just love anal sex. Uh, as in, I, I mean, being a heterosexual guy, I love the idea of seeing my my cock inside, you know, my lover's ass. It's just so hot to look at, and also, but it's it's hotter when they enjoy it because there's like a little of a taboo element to it that is really sexy, and also finding ways to make that extremely pleasurable, and allowing your partner to get into this receptive state. So they could receive because I, I will geek out on the science a little bit later on the technical part, but it also is a fun, it's a fun sexual organ because everyone has an asshole. So it doesn't matter what body you have, you could achieve mind blowing experiences or orgasmic experiences with, with anal sex. And there's so many different ways to do it. So it's a fascinating sex nerd topic on top of it. And I do on my own personal experience. So I love on on the giving end. I love learning about how to receive what it's like to have a prostate orgasm because it helped me relate to women a lot more. Like how do I get myself into this receptive state? Because it's not the same energy as using my cock. You know, it's different. I mean, same thing for. I think for a lot of female body, the clit energy, like rubbing your clit external is very different than having your G-spot, your cervix, your anal sex, that sensation. So learning how to navigate that within my body helped me really relate to what my partner is experiencing and why you don't go in guns blazing, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's very important. So also I have... It was really fun to learn how to have multiple orgasm because I didn't know that it's capable in my body too. So I could like go back to back. I could have a prostate orgasm immediately by a penile orgasm. So I could relate what it's like to have a multiple orgasm. So I think there's so much learning opportunity within that. And and so it's a great teaching tool as, as well. So the ass, the universal yeah. orifice. What would you say are your top tips for beginners who want to even just start with like, some sort of exploration like they have never even played, played with fingers or toys or anything um what would say be some of your tips for just that initial even like playing with it insertion part that might be brand new for people i would actually say that is psychological and contextual first before any technique 
if you it, it depends on your relationship if you the whole time you're thinking is my is the poops gonna come out it's gonna be awful like it's gonna hurt like if whatever if you subscribe to that wrong youtube channel while you're having anal sex it's not gonna be as enjoyable so the first thing is that how do you get to a state where you feel comfortable enough to have anal sex and are you how do you get to a state when you're aroused enough to be enjoy to make it enjoyable so i find that it's less to do with the actual technique but getting your mind and creating a state that you're relaxed enough aroused enough to make that experience pleasurable and then if it's pleasurable it's like you know you look at a, a piece of a, a new dish that you never tried before it looks kind of gross and you're like oh is this gonna taste terrible but when you put it in your mouth it tastes delicious and instantly you go like okay this is great i could eat that every time so it's like getting over that moment i think is key hmm uh-huh and we all know the ass isn't so great at lubricating itself so i'm just going to do a shout out to uber lube here one of our favorite lubes for all kinds of sex but especially for anal um, because it's long-lasting silicone lube um so in that sense uh, so i'm a newbie i'm going to use april 9 as an example because april loves when i do it. She's, she's making a frown face she's like fuck you're doing it again april's never had and her ass touch by the way she's definitely had her ass touch um and i'm her partner <laughs> and i'm also brand new to touching the ass and i want to start playing with april's like i'd like to explore your fingers in my ass and i'm like okay i'd like to do that too what would be some first initial steps i'm i'm pretty sure i want to trim my fingernails too um have some high quality lube but what else would you say as i start to like play with this orifice that's like i want to warm it up and get it ready uh, one april's of <laughs> one of my april's ass now i gotta think about april's ass when i describe <laughs> this so what i would do is the first thing is to do a little bit of negotiation basically hey anytime that you feel uncomfortable i won't press forward to make you continue so if you say stop anytime happy to stop and won't pressure you to continue so as soon as you tap do you have like a safety mechanism negotiated so it goes in a lot easier I think my favorite first time anal sex hat is actually going to shower and wash each other mm -hmm. because it gives you, you know, that when it's like you cleaned it yourself, right? So I love washing my partner, washing her body and like essentially getting into the relaxed receptive state. So getting the body fully aroused. And when I wash her asshole, I could take my time and just clean the anus until she feels, you know, like she's experienced the process. And then I usually bring a waterproof vibrator into the shower so she, to get her aroused enough to clitoral stimulation and also maybe go down and eat her ass. So because if you put your mouth on it, it's like you got over the cleaning bit. Like we did the cleaning, I put my mouth on it. Like we passed that psychologically, yeah. which is really important. So you're not using the vibrator on the asshole though. You're using that on the vulva. Yeah, so I want arousal to be high. I want sensation to be in a dependable vibrator or, or, or her hand, whatever it is. Oh, I could stroke it. But having some clitoral stimulation because, you know, once you turn on, everything kind of feels better. So you want the arousal say you don't want to start off cold with anal. So that's a great warm up. Even a few warm up orgasm would be great to get things going. So it's not like like you have to stop there. So it will be vibration. Then I'd be maybe eating her ass a little bit. And then once that transition that you feel comfortable enough, clean enough, and she knows, then maybe exploring finger and using an Uber lube in the shower is great because it doesn't wash off really easily because of silicone lube. And then you could move out the shower and then go into the bedroom depending on what is necessary. And also having 
I think there's, you know, I'm like, lately I've been thinking a lot about the psychological experience of my female partners. And one of the key things is, is she going to worry about her white sheets? You know, things like mm-hmm. that. Anything that would take her mind into management mode, we want like mom mode out, management mode out, CEO mode out, right? That's not what the time for anal sex. So how can I create a space where she doesn't have to manage sheets and worry about things? So usually I could put like a like a liberate, liberator blanket Oh yeah, the fascinator. Yeah, 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 we have those at purepleasureshop.com. They're awesome. I have one in black. And I I have two. I have one in black and purple. And, and they don't, they they can, you pour a whole cup of water on them. So great for squirting, but also for if you're worried about any sort of like mess that you don't want to see, they're great for hiding that. Um, we have them at purepleasureshop.com. Use coupon code shamelesssex to get 15% off. They're awesome. There's like, I, that's what I actually used about half an hour ago before I had sex come here. Just saying. So, anyways, <laughs> um, back to Kenneth. <laughs> So that that gets all the warm up stuff going. So I think that will be the first thing, and all then then part two, I, I could go into it more. But that will be the warm up, the setup. Yeah. Yeah. What's part two? Okay. Yeah. Please, part yeah. two, because I have some. <laughs> I want to go into technique in 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 a moment, and I want to get my finger in April, April's ass. Yes. Not gonna happen. <laughs> not happily. happening, Amy. I'm trying. <laughs> happily, um, I think first is. <laughs> Using that Uber loop and and it's is smart to there's a way to loop it up that I think is more efficient. So the sex hack is that you use the Uber loop spray because it looks like a little perfume bottle. And depending on the body, but right at the hip crease, just like it creates a little bit dipping tray depending on the body. Spray Ooh, wherever oh, you really? could smart. and then oh. you so you you loop up your finger, like so you could do a little bit of that, like a like a chef. Right, you gotta loop it up correctly. This is all about the food yeah, this episode. Food. I love it. Acid <laughs> food. It used to be about the gym. Now it's a food. I love it. That's so, And then you could spray. So you could loop up your finger and then spray some on the butthole. Then you could massage the outside. So you know your finger is really well lubricated. If it's a first time anal sex, then using one finger is smarter. Usually your index finger because you have more dexterity and you have more. Uh, you can move easier with your you can manage this finger a lot better than most fingers and then you start with the outside so you don't necessarily need to put your finger inside immediately you should massage the outside of the anus and that will provide a good amount of sensation at the same time you could have no simulation on the clitoris at first and just have her feel it a little bit and then see what she liked then you go like why don't you play with your clit or why don't you put a vibrator again high arousal is really key. I think the first step is linking the two because if the clit is a reliable, um, it provide reliable pleasure and orgasm, it could get arousal high. We want to stay in high arousal. Once we get into the massaging bit, you will see a little bit of their anus actually pucker a little bit. It kind of just relax. So in the beginning, when you're like, "Oh, I'm about shit's about to go down," <laughs> uh, literally, it, figuratively, yeah, mm. you know, the external sphincter which you have control over, right? So there's two. There's gate number one, gate number two. The first one would be like, "Is involuntary." You might not even think about your asshole, but it's like, "Oh, shit shouldn't go in," right? Mm-hmm. So, so when you massage it, you want to get to the state where it actually opens up a little bit. And then there is, there's so many different sex hacks that you could do. If your fingernails are all like, 
not ready to trim it, wear gloves. That makes it a lot easier too. So that's another easy sex hack. Someone of, told us about yeah. putting cotton ball. If you have long fingernails and you don't want to trim yeah. them, if you put on the at the end of the glove and then you put the cotton ball the where the finger is, so it can cover the finger and then you have the glove there and then you can still keep your stabby finger, but you don't aren't hurting people as much. Hmm. Yeah, especially if you have nails, so the cotton ball would cover the nail. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no shot point and then it won't puncture through the, the glove. So it gives in enough barrier. So after that, after the massaging of the anus, and if you're watching on YouTube, is is you could massage it like this when you can fingertip, or you could do it with your this flat part of your knuckle, which he's going in a circular position, like and then yeah. he's using his knuckles in a kind of a circular yeah. position as yeah. well with yeah. his fingertip on the outside of the anus. and then on the outside, uh, the external portion of the sphincter. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> are you ready for the Unleashed Tour? where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment. Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. Here's another pro tip. I like it when I'm not rushing the other party. I want the other party to feel like, oh, why is he not putting his finger in yet? That is actually a better psychological place. 
right? So you're taking your time and he's just like, I'm ready. So when that person is actually ready, it changes the dynamic because you don't feel like that person is rushing you. So it's really important not to in like not to initiate like when, but kind of get that person to feel like, okay, I'm ready. It's better than you asking because then it's it just not the right syntax, right order. So after that, um, there's a couple of techniques on the book. So there's the PNF stretching. So there are stretching techniques that you could do, which is what athlete does to stretch out their hamstrings. And again, it's controlled by their second sphincter is involuntary. So your body has to learn how to let that one go. It's relaxation. But there is enough proprioception, meaning for the receiver to control number one. So you want that person to learn how to control it. I know I talk like a personal trainer, but it's That's it's great. effective because if that person understand their own ass, they're much more they feel more in control and in power. Wait, Kenneth, question just right here at this point. I have two different pieces. The first piece is what do you think about if okay, so fingers are of course an option. We have those accessible. Most of us have those accessible. So what about using instead if someone isn't wanting to use a finger, a, a plug, like a small plug or some anal beads, something small to get the anus ready? Do you think that is an a viable option, or is that something that you would consider more for advanced folks or intermediate folks? Or are you just talking about what's accessible now and easy? Because in my experience, I feel like butt plugs can help this smaller ones, but I also, I've worked with sex toys for years now. So I have those on hand. I, my answer is it really depends if it's the first time partner anal sex, right. And especially if it's a heterosexual context, it's like, he was trying to fuck my ass with his penis. So it really different. If you are doing your own personal exploration, anal training, then a plug or a toy would be great as their sort of initiation process. But the reason I favor the finger personally, and there's no like one way to do it, is that I have sensation that mm. I could see what's going on. I don't get a feedback loop from toys or plugs. So I know when she's tensing and when to go in and when to coach, yeah. right? Or when is everything is ready to go. So, so I get a better feedback loop. And there's ways to hack the sphincter too, right? So one is the PNF stretching, which... There's, there's a couple of different ways to do it. So I'm going to give you all three hacks because I love sharing different hacks on, on the podcast and you can write about it. You could uh, share it on social media. The first one is just once you, so you wait, right? I'm ready. You put the finger in and you press against the hole and you wait until it relaxes. That's the first one. And then once it relaxes, you ask the person to bear down or trying to push your finger out. So, you know, when you poop, Basically, when you're trying to push poop out, your your asshole opens. Yes, so it it's count it's counterintuitive because you think pushing is you don't think it's opening, but it is. So if you ask a person to push against you, then you could go in much easier. That's this like bearing down. So right? that's the relaxation, yeah. bearing down. So yeah, you're pushing out because if you tense up, yeah. it's going to actually that could be, cause pain and the fissures yeah. and which tearing. sounds yeah. counterintuitive to people. Yeah. You're like, wait, you want me to bear down as if I'm pooping, but like actually yeah. that helps to open up the muscles. I tried different lines and I'm a crazy nerd. So I was, which line is the most effective? Say, push my finger out. So they don't think oh, poop. If I say pooping, then they read. They get <laughs> yeah, into they're like, like, ah, sexy. Like I'm mad. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I think the sexiest organs between the years. So I'm trying to manage that most of the time. The body, it just go along with the ride, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so until they get into their body, they're not thinking anymore. Different, different state. 
so bearing down is one trick right pushing try to push my finger out as soon as i feel it opens that's when i slide in well on the first and i'm not trying to necessarily need to put my whole finger in it might be two knuckles once i'm in there i don't move right so i'm very there's a lot of sequence that i like on on first time anal so you wait and you go like how does that feel right and then don't you don't have to move it and just say how does that feel and go like is there any pain relax into that then you start with sensation so you don't have to go in and out you just have to press up right and if you want to go in a little deeper you could go like can you try to push on my finger again so she learns how to use that muscle because it becomes more voluntary you'll go like oh this is how i relax my ass Pressing so by, up towards uh, the belly by, button, right? As well, just yeah, in case, towards right? The G-spot, towards yeah, the G-spot, towards the G-spot, towards the belly button. Or yeah. also, if we, mm-hmm. we're talking about, because this would apply to putting a finger in um, a penis-owning uh, ass, right. too. And you would still also, if you're trying to get towards the prostate, you'd be pressing up as well towards the, the belly button as well. So what you're talking about, yeah, I know we're saying more like she and in, in, in this, but yeah, this applies yeah. to it, fingers in any ass, Anybody basically. that has a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. So all the asses. And oh, one thing I want to say about the sex toy piece for just to add there, because um, yeah, April and I are both big sex toy fans, is that just to clarify for folks who are brand new, anything, any sex toy you're using on your ass has to have a base on it. I mean, it has like a flange or flared base because the ass keeps going and going into colon and you know, rectum colon and then intestines. And um, it does a trip to the hospital. It okay, doesn't have y'all. an end. Yeah. Yes. Whereas a pussy has an end and things don't get lost back in there and so you want it so there are anal a stopper. Safe, a stopper yeah you want anal safe toys like if you go to purepleasureshop.com and you go to the anal section all of those toys are anal safe whether it's a vibrator or a plug or something you'll see they'll have this base it's really important yeah my wife is an er doctor so i hear <laughs> stories of what could, what could get i up ask there. er doctors all the time <laughs> about uh, this i'm like so what have you seen i want to know what do you Not, hear um someone it was actually a football player said he slipped on and fell on a Coca-Cola bottle. Seriously? Slipped I thought, and I fell feel like I've heard one. that before. I thought that was a we, joke. You were there. Oh, I was there. That's you why. You were there. And so you have heard that before. Okay. But our friend that's an ER doctor, a mutual oh. friend, told us a few stories. And I don't ask because I'm I'm making fun of the situation. I, I really w- want to shed light on it because I think it's, it's taboo for people to stick things in their ass and they... People like it. It feels good. They're curious. And so when they come in, they're like, hey, I have this. I slipped and fell on a, on a Coca-Cola bottle. And then there was one that was a Tabasco <laughs> bottle. Oh. And he said, I was like, was the lid off? And the lid was <gasps> off. Oh, shit. Talkies. So anyway, that's my only story. I would love to hear about so this your is why we're stories. talking about yes. getting actual yeah. sex toys for this <laughs> yes. and fingers and actual phalluses that either homegrown cocks or dildos that have bases. So uh, onward the Kenneth, the, yeah. because you are, you're like, these are awesome tips. Oh, and we're on number three, I think oh number two was yeah. the, so um, there's yeah. pushing out. And then there is another trick is that you ask that person to squeeze your finger as hard as they can until they tire out. Hmm. when there's no more squeeze so it's like flexing a muscle as hard as you can until you can't flex anymore so it relaxes like it's a forced relaxation I like little hold that. it yeah for like a minute and it's hard they will give they will give out like 
they could only squeeze for so long. And once it's, it's relaxed, then it stays relaxed for a little bit because you're too tired. That's so it maxes so like, out. Yeah. It's almost like a muscle maxing out. It reminds yeah, so you gym. flex, 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 and then yeah. you're just like, oh. Yeah. It reminds me of when like people are having yeah. kind of like panic attacks and things or going through high anxiety. And, the, and one of the, I think it's TRE, where they say do a wall sit where your back is against the wall and your, your legs are in an L shape. And you do that to the point where you exhaust your body and it can help to pull you out of this like anxiety place because you're so exhausted. Um, and yeah. I'm not a licensed therapist, everyone, but it's what it reminds I, I've just never thought about that for anal. That's amazing. I'm going to try that tomorrow with April. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's every time you, know, you work, I gotta watch the YouTube videos. I've heard her facial features are great. She hates it. Shaking her head. <laughs> so you squeeze, 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 squeeze until they like, you literally don't just don't tell them to relax until they like give up. Basically you want the ass to give in to relaxing and then you have a more relaxed, butt. so that's how you hack the Sminter two. And the dirt one is PNF stretching, which is uh proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. I think that's the, I forgot in my, uh, my personal training. Day. We're going to quiz everyone later yeah. on that. So be ready. <laughs> so the same, it's the same idea is that you having the same contraction piece. So imagine I am, and that's the diagram that I showed you earlier on the book. Imagine you're hooking your finger in all four directions. So just say, this is April's butt. And April's then, butt. She's and then I am hooking just the first knuckle in. And then once my finger is in, I will ask that person to squeeze. And then I'm stretching April's one squeeze. direction. So I'm pulling. And then the squeezing is fighting my pole. Ah. And then you want that squeeze to maintain for seven seconds. And then when you relax is it tricks a sphincter to relax and then you could stretch it more. It will go beyond your like limit before your brain sends a signal that, oh, I shouldn't be, you know, because yeah. it works on your hamstring the same way. You fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, relax, and then you could stretch a little bit further than normal. Um, but another study said that you don't really need to stretch beyond pain, like 40%. Just say 100% is like, oh, it's too painful. And then yeah. there's no benefit at 80%. 40% is good enough. Uh, to get the most benefit out of stretching, but you could also anal stretch. So you could create more flexibility, just like your hamstring, but for basically hold it for seven seconds, you count it. And then when they relax, you stretch it a little bit more and you do all four. So mm. all four direction, left, right, up, down. And then that also gives like a training protocol for, well, for the receiver to feel how their ass actually work. Right, that's the empowering bit. That technique should and be that, called yeah. news northeast, west, south. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. right? Smart. Yeah. Trademarking, you can't trademark news. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely I think can't that's trademark. From news. Charlie Glickman. That's why oh, I learned Charlie it knows the yeah, ass Charlie, so well. Charlie was actually yeah. on episode 108. I remember that. And it was like mm -hmm. some like astastic anal. He was also our very first speaker on the prostate episode 11, I think. So I think we were just writing about this in the book, um, our, our book. And um, he, so he definitely knows he has the old ultimate guide to prostate play that he co-wrote with I forgot the name of the other person so it's not just his book okay time for a quick break this podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy Uberlube's unique formula is velvety long-lasting with no flavor or scent and it feels absolutely incredible on the body there are thousands of doctors recommending Uberlube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your ph than most other lubes so whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness take our advice and check out our favorite go-to uber lube 
Uber Lube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. Uber Lube is without a doubt my favorite lube, and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. So wait, I want to ask one question because you said pain. So uh, my understanding is... Um, this is why April and I never recommend numbing stuff for ass play because you want to uh-huh. feel what's going on. And so there's a distinction between maybe you can elaborate on this between pain and discomfort. Like my, for me, when my ass is relaxing, it's uncomfortable. Dis- and I understand what discomfort feels like. And then once it relaxes, then it, then it can be really pleasurable and the discomfort goes away, but pain, like burning, tearing, things like that. Those are different. So I just wanted to, to kind of elaborate and then see what, how, what your thoughts are about that. that. Well, good anal sex should be pretty pain-free i would say so maybe i'm some minor discomfort is more like learning about your body learning a movement again after 15 years of personal training there is a difference between someone feeling like a minor discomfort versus like i'm hurting their joints are hurting so having that distinction is really important but i think once i think another i'm giving like tons of sex hacks on this podcast i think it'll be great the last one is that you don't need to go in and out in order for that sensation to work. So once you get your finger all the way in, this is more of a general tip. Their internal sensation respond to pressure more than viction or vibration. That's why you don't see a lot of internal dildo that deal with vibration because it's a pressure nerve. So it's a visceral nerve. So same thing, it's the same sensation you get from like those orgasmic cramping, right? Those contraction to your your uh, period cramp. It's the same nerves that travel the signal. It just depending on it's pleasurable or not, right? And, and contextual. And those nerves, because you don't need the in and out in order to produce the, the pressure, but you could go in and out when there's tension on top already and the in and out creates that sensation, but you could just flex your finger up, which is, you know, much, much easier. And then the last hack is when you're ready to put the second finger in, you stagger your finger like this. 
So you don't try to go in side by side. You stack them so it becomes a smaller point. And then you, you have just to watch the video. They're yeah. kind of like on top of each other yeah, instead of yeah. like, yeah, got it. Okay. And then you get your finger in and once they feel, you know, you could still, again, you could do all the bearing down, squeeze my finger until it's too tired. Then you could spread your finger. I actually believe, I know that I sound like I'm taking so much time, but your first time someone trusting with your butt, if you fuck this up, it's not good for you. So this is a long game, right? Like mm -hmm. you rather be slower than faster in this game. So once if I if I desire one finger totally works, but if I want two fingers, I have a little bit more, I could produce more pressure. And remind me to tell you why people like to pick huge object up up the ass, especially mm -hmm. gay men. And there's a, a neuroscience explanation to it. So once you have your two finger in, then you you really want arousal to go up. That person is comfortable and you ideally you should pair it with an orgasm experience you could go down on her there could be she could rub her clit or for for prostate you could suck the cock jerk it off whatever it is here's so first one could be you just use the clit as to elevate to escalate where you get closer to climax right but it is fun to slow down that stimulation when you get closer to orgasm so you could pay more attention to your ass so you know that bit like when you're about to come everything kind of feel good this is like when you slap me slap me <laughs> yeah totally yeah yeah i love april's expression too on that one watch the video everyone yeah yeah do that and go find us yeah. on instagram because we have clips on there too so tiktok as well <laughs> so get to that moment when you're like in that state but then you want to slow down the penile or the clitoral stimulation so you could pay more attention to your butt and then you could so one way to do it is that you get really close and then you slow it down but you're still about to come and then you use the ass to cross over then your brain remap and go like oh this is possible to have an orgasm another way is that you start off you know i mean if you you have a female body then you're lucky multiple orgasm is so easy for more uh, female than male but the goal is that you could have an orgasm, just good old way that it's dependable. And then the second one, you do that. The second mm -hmm. one that you pay more attention, you pull back on the clit just enough. But the pressing, the pressure is the key, right? And then you could also do in and out and check in and see what that feels good. But usually what you're trying to feel with your finger inside is locate you can still feel it where the urethral sponge, because it's such a thin layer of membrane, and then also where the cervix ends. So you could still, if you're, if she's curled up into a ball, interior pelvic tilt, right? Mm -hmm. The cervix is still be under the tip of your finger for most people's finger. Through so anally, you, you mean? Yeah, like through anally. Yeah, so you can so feel, you can it feel the, the cervix. Canal. Yeah, yeah. So you can still feel the cervix. So that is basically the A spot and P spot. So you could stimulate that or you could go a little bit. Uh, you don't have to go so deep, right? You're still focusing on G spot anally. Mm -hmm. Now, there are cool things about why, why um, male body loves larger objects in the butt is that this might be a little bit nerdy, very scientific. So it doesn't matter if you're male body and female body, there's still four nerves that sends a signal to your brain that makes your, your genital sexual signal to your brain. So they're the one that's control your clit and your, your penis, like the head of your penis and the clit is the same, but for your G spot is basically male prostate, right? There's a little bit of crossover, but we don't have a cervix. 
right? And the vagus nerve, the way it it it, it lays on our uh, male body is higher up in the intestine. Oh, so what what men likes deep and pressure is to feel those nerves that we don't really we don't have a good easy access to. So That's why you in. see the deeper in and higher up in order to create the pressure. That's where the for those deep anal fisting yeah, comes yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Or, or like those big yeah. old the big old dildos. Yeah. All the so, skinny one yeah. that goes longer that could travel up their yeah. their a large intestine to hit those nerves. So ultimately, what people are trying to do is stimulate those nerves. It's not because and their pressure respond. That's why bigger or longer or or fisting becomes uh-huh. popular on that end because it's not it's not an easier way to access those nerves. Some people could do it through their belly. Like if they, you know, those the massage gun. So, oh, yeah. yes. I love so that. There is one hack that is is questionable. So don't <laughs> try this with a grain of salt and talk to your doctor before you yeah, do it. Yeah, talk to your doctor first. But, but, but you could, uh, you could use that massage gun and while you masturbate getting closer. So two hacks, one is have the massage gun hit your hip bone. Because your hip bone will conduct the vibration to those nerves, oh. um, and you might want to have a pad there. Just if it's the thing hitting the bone, it might hurt. Or you could put it on the lower stomach while you masturbate, and you could feel those nerves being activated. But the key is that you have to be in a receptive state. It's not the mm-hmm. same energy as you're trying to like bust a nut. It's different. It's like I'll rub one off. It's a different energy when it comes to anal receptive pleasure. I think most uh, men or most male body, they never enter that state on that receptive state. They only have to let me rub one out or let me bust a nut energy. So they have to learn that prostate or or anal sensation. That's why I think you you could, you know, you have a straight man is really important for you to at least try it one time to explore your own prostate. So you know what your partner is experiencing. Even if you you happily never touch your prostate again and you live a happy sex life, it just to understand what your partner has to go through is really important. This is all amazing as usual, per usual with Kenneth. So we've talked about fingers. I want to share just a, a tiny piece from my experience with anal to see if this is common for other folks um, because, or if you have suggestions. So I'm speaking, I have, a, I own a clitoris, I own a vagina and I own an ass. And when I've been penetrated by a penis owner anally, what I find after I've been warmed up and the penis is inside for me, I personally do not like the in and out with the cock. I need Mm. it to stay inside of me and kind of go because the in out sometimes, even if my ass is warmed up can be really tricky for me. And then it can, it doesn't create pain, but it creates more discomfort and I can't get into the, the rhythm of the experience. So I'm wondering if this is something that you would also suggest like no in out privileges when you have the, when you're inside the ass or if that's just, is that just my body? Like a VIP band. Yeah. You have a VIP band. There's no in and out privileges. Okay. You're in you're in you're in <laughs> I, I think a lot of sexuality is based on preference just like food like some people like it spicy some people like it really bland so it, it really depends on on that individual but however if you like the cock to stay in you could be the one who's sitting on the cock right because you have more control over and this you could just sit on it was all the way in you and the penis becomes the butt plug and then that gives you easy access to masturbate or finger yourself or whatever else that you could do it you could have a version where you're not just in this receptive state like you're someone doing something to you you could take control over the anal experience i think it's more important to link positive experience or orgasmic experience to anal play first and then you could explore different ways to approach anal but 
if you have most anal is like just painful or this guy doesn't care and just fucks my ass, that is oh, not God. usually a good recipe. Those are the people who are like, I, why do people like anal? I don't get it. Why right, would anyone right. like that? Or or they or if we're going from the doctor and then you know the, the, to have some sort of exam, like the doctor's not there to pleasure you, everyone. Or, or they had there's also the experience that people had the slip where they're it having the vaginal vagina. sex all yes. of a sudden uh, shoves yeah. in the ass and they're like, yeah. that must be what uh, anal uh, sex yeah. feels like. That's what happened to me for, for a long period of time. I, I wouldn't even tr- I said no, 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 anal's not for me because you I had, had experience. a, bad, a yeah. bad experience, meaning a painful one that was an accidental experience. And that's like someone why, punches you in the stomach. Yes. Yeah. And, and and I thought it was permanently damaged. I was like, I think I'm bleeding. You right. Probably, you probably did bleed. I probably yeah. did. Yeah, I probably so, did a little. And that's why we don't always want to put ourselves in these boxes of pleasure, right? Where you think something just absolutely isn't for you. If you are with the right person you can trust, you're reading your Kenneth's book about hacks and how to do it with, with a lot of of intention and Slowness, doing it with pleasures first, uh, being compassionate and empathetic to your partner's needs. Yeah. So I think that is the key. It's really important to have education, perceive your experience when it comes to anal sex. So a little bit of learning goes a long way. And I compare it to this analogy. Like back in the day when I used to play video games, you just kind of do trial and error. You don't know how to beat the boss, right? But now you can actually watch people how to beat this level and you can follow along. So why would you want to stumble when it comes to this kind of experience? You kind of want to go in with knowledge, right? And then you can see what the best are doing. So you could mimic some of those like, you know, a trial and proven successful technique. And the other thing is, about trust right is anal trust is a whole another level of trust if you get to anal trust the person is most likely would do a lot more things explore a lot more what you have you earn anal trust if you're worthy of anal trust they probably desire to try more things with you because if you could get that going and you could show someone that they could have a, a, a experience they never had before you are trustworthy and you could take them to places they couldn't take themselves mm-hmm. magical yeah yeah well, yeah uh, i Totally. I've yeah, had a, the whole spectrum of experiences. And like you were saying, it's pref- the preference, like April has a preference for not a lot of in and out thrusting. Uh, for Like for me personally. No, I like the, the thrusting, just not out all the way out. Yeah. Like, like, yes. Yeah. Not all the way pulled out. Totally. And, and, and for me, I have days where I'm that way. I'll, I have, I'm like, some days my ass is just like, no, you know, some days I like, I think I want to play with the ass and my ass is like, nope, it's not happening. Some days the fingers or the cock that I'm playing with just slips right in or the dildo or whatever. I usually totally. don't play with it. And yes. my ass is just like, yes. And, and like some days it takes 20 minutes for my ass to warm up. Some days within two minutes, it's like, I want you to fuck my ass right now. And, and some days it is a hard note oh, for my me favorite too. Line. <laughs> I, I want you to fuck and fuck my ass. Yeah. And, and like, and you know, for me, uh, it's, it's just based on so many things. I'm also like a little more of an energetic person. And, and so I just kind of like, I just listen to my body and it's different every day. Um, and so I think that the learning part though, like that, I think that's a really valuable tip for people who want to penetrate someone anally to experience penetrating their own ass, at least with fingers to know how these muscles work. What does this feel like? Um, and like you said, cause I, because how else are you going to, I mean, like we could take all the sex ed classes, but if the, you have the ability to experience it cause you have an ass everyone. So if you're going to go and play with someone that way, it's, I think it's really, really valuable. Some of the best anal sex I've had with people is with people who have penetrated their asses. Like they have at, had and, some sort of experience. With right. That. And maybe just a finger yeah. or a couple of fingers, but definitely agree with you on that and one. It could be your own finger. It yeah. doesn't have to be yes. someone else's finger. You could have your, your own privacy and explore in the showers or less cleanup and, and all that stuff. So you could do that. 
it's also really remarkable to to the anal trust level is to be in that receptive state because that is you know like I, I'm quite kinky to me it's like when you in like full submission it's not compliance right they don't it's not like oh I'm gonna tolerate you fucking my ass it's in full submission mm -hmm. and is in this receptive state is absolutely delicious and I think it's really important to know what you're doing because who the fuck would trust you with your asshole with their asshole if you don't know what you're doing yeah. so Totally. Is there such thing as an anal quickie? <laughs> I mean, I said, I was just saying today, like some days I'll have this day where my ass just kind of opens up, but like for me, generally it's not like a five minute sex session that that happens full penetrative anal quickies. Is that doable? Or are we, are we talking like you probably need at least 10, maybe you wore a butt plug for minutes. a while. Yeah, oh, there you go. Like and then you stars. were relaxed yeah. and then you could have a more now the a bigger ready. quickie or, or a longer quickie or a quickie, quickie, <laughs> quicker quickie, quicker, uh, quicker, 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 your body will get to that state a lot faster. Like if you have an experienced rock climber, they could just ready to go. They don't need to, you know, they're ready to go. Like skydiving, right? They're going to jump. They don't hesitate because they've done this so many times. So it's like, how many jumps do you have under your belt that makes you that that whole warm-up process a lot quicker? Yeah. So you're on your way, Chip. You I'm there. I, I'm going to be an anal quickie girl someday. I'm growing up real quick. I want to be there. Well, this is amazing. I've learned so much from Every you. Every time Kenneth Clay Jeez, is I, on, I, I feel just like we want could talk about anal for like 20 hours. We really could. <laughs> and uh, well, in theory, oh. I, yes. Is there something else? One more here? sex hack. There. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to put a like a like a what do they call it a, a, a disclaimer? No a Easter egg on my book. Like, oh. can I have one crazy sex hack that like people will will mention? So I have one sex move. It's called release the kraken. I know oh! it sounds horrible, but I wanted something really funny. So and I'm going to show it to you guys, and you could you can learn more about the book. So once your finger is in, like this is after a bunch of warm up, like there's a lot of uh edging teasing so you have to be in the edge of orgasm like you're 90 percent there or 99 percent there so once your finger is all the way in and that person is bent over ideally right so like ass uh face down ass up is is pretty good and i'm using my finger and my arm is straight like this and i'm doing this really rapidly once i'm inside so it he's looks taking like his arm up and down for anyone that's not watching youtube the arm, is going, up and like down. So the arm is going up and down like this so what you essentially doing is that when you are pressing down and the release right so you're creating a lot of uh, firing for those nerves the pressure response nerve and it kind of throw you in this like crazy orgasmic state with like crazy contraction and you will see like gape like obviously this is all the you do all the prep work for this anal experience because yeah. you, you, it's not like i haven't douche like this one is like a full, right full on porn yeah. star but on this one but if you do it, it's really it's remarkable what type of orgasm it triggers. Are we talking so like the range the here? The is this like an inch or like four inches? Or is it, I mean, are we talking like a foot like here? Like half up and down? Whatever the butt will take. Oh, it, yeah. will, it will reach It will reach a limit, right? So just yeah. bounce back with it. It's like, it's like you're dribbling a basketball. Just think of it like that, but with your finger. And what you're dribbling is the, is the cervix, is the G-spot, oh. is all the nerves, but all, all the nerve will fire up. And that person could still have a vibrator on the clitoris or rubbing the clit, but it really is a showstopper. Oh my God, I have to try this.
Yeah. I need this. So. Uh, April loves releasing the Kraken too. For everyone who, if you're not watching the YouTube video, go to our YouTube channel, our Shameless Sex YouTube channel, so you can see what he was just doing. Release the Kraken. Do you yeah. say that right uh, before you do that? No, yeah. No, do no, you no, say no. And it's like, it, I'm going to release the Kraken. I think that maybe next time you might want to consider that. April, yeah. April, April says that randomly. Oh, yeah. He's showing so another picture. He's showing the, the pics that there's imagery in all. Oh, you can see yeah, like the little finger. In, in his guides, in his sex hacks to show you and keep. QR codes to link you to and the QR uh, code would have it in as a gift emotion? that shows your emotion. Oh, cool. yeah. And then which spot is you pressing on? But what's really remarkable why I call it the release of Kraken is like <laughs> it's funny because it feels like every time my lover is possessed by like by the darker sign, something is being released. <laughs> Like it was Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. When the Kraken yeah. came out, was the yeah. it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the Kraken was like Blackbeard came out. No, it was like that squid. Oh, squid. Oh, it would be huge. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, they're like was... all witchy. They're like, whoa. Yes. Oh, I like that it's, one. This is like raw primal joy that you rarely see someone drop into that state. This is Yum. really beautiful. Like you're not trying to give a, you don't give a shit really at that moment. Like you're really in that experience. So I think it's beautiful. Add that to my bucket list. Yes. And we don't ever want to say goodbye or release the Kraken to Kenneth. However, <laughs> yeah, well, we only have a little bit of time every week with you. Also, please, Kenneth, play. Can you share how folks can find your book, first of all, uh, find you, work with you, all of your handles? Because we love handling Kenneth play on the show because he's just fantastic. He's really good at handling things. And he's good at handling things. Thank you. So go to KennethPlay.com. That's the easiest. All the links are there. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but I do, I am really killing it with the blog. There's like tons of free content and it's only safe space that I don't really get censored as much. So I could put the best stuff on my blog. So definitely go to my website, check out all the diagram, check out all the diagram in motion. And I really want to provide the best content. And to end this this podcast with, I don't like the idea of informing people how to do a backflip. I want to teach them how to do a backflip. And until you learn how to do it, I don't give a shit if you're a world expert in backflip that you can't do one. I want mm -hmm. you to able to do one. That's the fun part for me. So yeah, the king of true analogies. Educator. Yeah, I yeah. would say that sign of it. Also, true educator who like really really cares Absolutely. about the that the whole process that comes. So all right, mm -hmm. and one last time, remind our listeners the name of your book that they all need to get. Beyond Satisfy, a sex hacker guide to endless orgasms, mind-blowing connection, and lasting confidence. Yes, we have it here. You must go check it out. <sighs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gratitude to you, Mr. Kenneth Play. Gratitude. <sighs> to all of you releasing the Kraken out there after this episode. Oh, he, he needs to release another oh, Kraken. Oh, can I, can, can, I, can, I shameless, can I shamelessly plug one more thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Put that plug in us. We, want, we, have, we love those plugs. <laughs> Let me plug. Uh, I also have a Sex Hacker Pro course, which all the techniques that I just talked about, you could see it live on video when I Ooh. demo it. So it's not just written words. You see me how I do it literally because I taught fitness. So you will see how I negotiate, how I actually do the thing, what it looks like. So you don't have to imagine this stuff. Awesome. That's how I became acquainted with Kenneth Play's work because there was a video of you you're teaching in a workshop, a digital workshop, yeah. uh, how to have someone ejaculate 
specifically. Oh, we saw that female vegetated, right? Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're like, Damn, we're like, whoa, this he's coming on our yeah. show. We're so excited. <laughs> so thank you. Yes, absolutely. Check out all of Kenneth's work because again, I love that analogy with the backflip and teaching folks rather than cracking than actually just telling people how to do it. Like, do this because everyone is different, and you are kind of adapting that Rubik's cube of humanity to adjust to each person's specific needs and situations. So I think that's really beautiful. And thanks again for that, Kenneth. And thank you to all of our shameless sex revolutionaries out there listening. I just want to invite you and welcome you to rate us. Rate us. Give us five stars on Instagram. I mean, not on Instagram. Well, I guess we'll take, we'll take your I don't know just if like us. taking stars. Yeah. Just seeing if you're paying attention. iTunes, so And Spotify. Yeah. Go ahead. Give us a little bit of a review. If you just have time for an emoji, we accept that too. So we will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Shameless Sex. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com.